welcome back to another episode of Spicing Things Up. I am your host, Jacob Benson. Joining me today is my Sagittarius friend, Brennan Merkel. How are you doing today, B Merk? <laughs> I'm good, Jacob. I'm, I'm glad you uh, called me out there. I am, I am a Sagittarius guilty. Yeah. Well, on the topic, I definitely did what a Sagittarius would do. And over the weekend, <laughs> I joined the Jean Jacket Club. I went to Target oh. and I impulsively bought a jacket and now I am officially welcomed into the community of jean jacket wears. Yeah, now it's we'll not a, you. it's not a, yeah, you see I'm wearing it right now. I'm flashing. I'm looking great. I'm styling. <laughs> it's not a gray area issue. It's black and white. Cause you got the people like us, you know, the West coast appreciators like that listen to indie music and wear these with gray joggers. And then you got the bikers that, you know, definitely smoke cigs and these things and hang out at country bars on a Tuesday night. You know what I'm saying? I get it, dude. You listen to Alt-J, all right? Yeah. I just had to get that out there. I'm very excited about it. Also, yeah, we'll, we'll see. The Sagittarius club line is uh, pretty long, so I don't know. I'm not even a Sagittarius. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I bet you don't even listen to what uh, people say about following your life based on your uh, Zodiac sign. I do not keep up with uh, my stars too often, and yeah. that's on me. I, yeah. I should. You're probably too cool for that. <laughs> uh-huh. so, Brennan, I'm guessing you also um, watched a disgusting amount of football over the weekend since there was a plethora of games. Oh, there was, there was a lot of stuff going on. We had football on Saturday just completely filled up the schedule You with NFL, college, the – conference championships yeah you know i was actually surprised to see a lot of those teams in there um especially like northwestern like i literally felt like i was in a coma all football season long because we're nebraska fans and since this season doesn't count essentially i mean because every player's uh pretty much gonna get another chance next year right so it was just shocking to see northwestern being good and oh. for the, you know, in Ohio State, they play like crap, man. Like, I genuinely thought Northwestern almost had that game, too. Yeah, and- I, I don't know, though. There was probably, although it was close and Northwestern was up, did you ever really think that Ohio State was going to lose that game? No, no, not a chance. Not a it's chance. It's like watching the Chiefs. Like, you literally, you, you can't be wrong assuming they're oh, going to win. There it somehow. is again, a little Chiefs reference. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Let's sue me. down over there. Sue huh? me, sue me. Gene yeah. Jacket guy. Yeah. But uh, I was very happy um, watching the Clemson-Notre Dame game. My eyes were glued to my TV. I mean, I still have a headache. Or I, at least I did uh, going into Monday. I had a headache from the amount of football I watched this weekend. Like, my, my eyes just could not take a break. But watching the Clemson-Notre Dame game, I have such an appreciation for Dabo Sweeney right now. I've never nice. liked Clemson before in my life or any ACT, ACC team for that matter. Mm-hmm. But watching Notre Dame fans get so excited about a game, think they're going to play so well, and they just get embarrassed brings me peace in life. I don't think I ever slept so much better. I mean, I mean no, like, no offense to, like, Notre Dame fans, but, like, that's a very toxic fan community. That's it's a, it's a very proud fan base and – you know, this is one of their better years. Yeah. One of their better recent years. So, and that's because they finally joined the conference. Yeah. I mean, that's what COVID will do to you, I guess. But it, it, I, I like the traditional Notre Dame fighting Irish look to their football, but, you know, 
it it wasn't uh, didn't hurt me to see Clemson beat up on them. That's for sure. Yeah, I respect Dab. Like you said, Dabo Sweeney. They lost their the their starting quarterback right like right off the bat, and they this guy is going to be the number one probably overall pick in the NFL draft. And not to the Jets anymore. Has not to the Jets anymore. We'll talk about that too. But yeah, they didn't. They haven't missed a beat really no. since losing their starting NFL caliber quarterback. It's it's impressive. It really is. It is, and you know, I just I can't stop thinking about this. Just the Notre Dame fans. They're very similar to Nebraska fans in a sense of just kind of dwelling on past glory. Uh, like what's that? Um, I mean, what about this year? They're going to make glory. the college playoffs. Yeah, they are. Nebraska's not even close. No, 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 no. Here's the th- as far as, like, toxicity goes. They – so the people that were fans of these teams back in the 80s, you know, when college football was just insane to watch, everyone's on roids. It's, it's awesome. I mean, we were obviously weren't around for it, but, like, you know, we dwell on our parents' tales of time. And, <laughs> you know, the people that liked Nebraska back when they were really good – I mean, because Nebraska football is all really the state has. Like, there's not really much going on here. And just the kids our age that are just diehard Scurs fans that say they're going to win the Natty every year, it frustrates me so much because their parents just drilled that into their heads when they were kids. And they, all they did was talk about, you know, the 90s and, like, the late 80s when they were making top 10 and could playoff contenders every year when they haven't been one in over 20 years. I agree. Rant over. So, so what what is our – what are some of the predictions for these upcoming matchups? So we got the final four. The big four. The big four. So we got Bama and Notre Dame. Do we even need to talk about this one? I think we need to address the fact that after that, Notre Dame shouldn't be in the college playoff picture. No. I do think they should stay in the ACC, though. I mean, They're going to make so much more money than being in an independent conference. Yeah, I mean, they're, I don't know if their fans will dig that or not because I know they like being an independent school. So then they play – they have all those games that they usually schedule, like Navy or – I can't remember. But they have all those traditional games that have been around forever that, you know, I, I honestly doubt the ACC wants them. Well, I mean, if they're, you know, playoff contenders this year – well, you know – That's that true. It brings, brings, brings the conference money. This That's is all of, that really matters. Yeah, this is kind of subjective in the stance, though, because – like we said earlier, the season's really not going to matter in the long run, or it's at least it's going to have an asterisk next to it. So I guess, uh, I mean, because they've been in the ACC all season, right? Uh, I would have to double check that. And how many ACC teams are actually decent besides Clemson? For football, the Florida State, I don't think they were good. Yeah. No. So. See, it's like the Big Ten with Ohio State. Like, there's one team at the top of this conference that just carries them throughout and keeps them relevant. But back to uh, the final four predictions here. I definitely think Bama is just going to open a can of whoop ass on the field. Yeah, I, I don't that think game's that game's going to be close. If I was a Notre Dame fan, I think I would just cut my losses and not even watch it just to save myself the heartbreak. Yeah, I mean, you're probably looking at two blowout losses back-to-back weeks. Right. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. What about the other game? We think that so, one's going to be a little better. You got Clemson and Ohio State. Now, Dabo has been uh, chirping some – he's been shooting some shit lately on uh, social media. Where uh, I'm liking this new Dabo. I do <laughs> want to root for the Big Ten here just because, you know, I myself am included in that rabid Nebraska bunch. But um, 
<clears throat> excuse me, Nebraska bunch. And, but um, I do think Clemson will come out here because Ohio State, besides Northwestern, what relevant football team have they played in the Big Ten that's actually been, like, worth a damn this year? I mean, Indiana. Indiana, too. Yeah, my Indiana bad. Indiana was pretty good. They but, gave them the game. But Ohio I, State was undefeated. In yeah. a conference like the Big Ten, like it's it's another one of those conferences where one team's carrying them all the way and keeping them relevant. I mean, Ohio State's always going to be that team, but exactly, it's for me. I it's hard for me to root get or root for Ohio State, but We've I do too many times. I I know, but it's Ohio almost respectable. So it's like, yeah, I'll root for a Big Ten team, but at the same time, Clemson. I don't know. They're they're looking good. They've got a great defense, so we'll if see. Dabo, Justin, Justin Fields, eh, he's a little unproven still. So if Dabo can, you know, walk the walk along with talking the talk, I think I would be very much more happy with a Clemson win here. I, th- I would agree. That would set up a a Bama Clemson rematch. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, so I'm definitely thinking uh, national title is going to be Bama and Clemson again. Yeah, Wait, that, was two, that was two years, two years ago, ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because last year was yeah. uh, Clemson and LSU. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's right. But um, also on the subject of football, kind of relapsing to last week's show, I deserve a pat on the back for my uh, for my prediction of the Bengals covering in the Monday night football game. We dipping into NFL? NFL now? I'm going to switch gears a little bit here, yeah. Switching gears. Okay, okay. I – felt like I actually knew what I was talking about. So here, let me just disclose for all, for everybody listening. I personally do not bet because I'm under contract with a uh, department in which I cannot do that. And B Merck here is just a morally good citizen. <laughs> so, okay. Your words, <laughs> not mine. So our advice is pretty much based off our knowledge of these teams. And we just know lines and spreads. So, and I remember just saying, like, I thought it would be super cool. I don't think I actually predicted the Bengals to win, but I definitely said they were going to cover. And I, I feel transcended here. I feel like any take of mine or any, like, sports betting pick is going to be just on it. <laughs> I'm on it. I hated so, watching that game. That I did, too. the worst game I've ever seen. I liked watching the Steelers lose because all that did was help the Chiefs out uh, – like get closer to the number one seed yeah and i i take back everything good i said about big ben he sucks sucks so bad well can we uh can we put any blame on juju doing tiktoks on the Bengals (laughs) logo before the game started he 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 definitely had that hit coming he was doing that uh his little dancey dance his little dancey dance (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah he he, see this is why i don't think professional Yes. I don't think professional, professional athletes should have TikTok for moments like this. No, it's a tough look. And he came out today and said uh, – Oh, he apologized. He will, yeah, he apologized and said he will not be continuing his dancing on other teams' logos. That's, it was specifically that. I but, love how he said on behalf of my coach and my <laughs> player – or like on behalf of my coach and my fellow teammates. Like, like dude, I think you should brought, be doing it for yourself, man, because it was a bad look. Yeah, he brought a great amount of shame amongst himself and the team there. And but you know what? I'm okay with it. I have no qualms. But uh, I'm not okay with it, dude. I hate the Steelers now. They ruined my night. Oh, I've never been a fan of the Steelers. 
I mean, I've, I like aspects of it. I think Mike Tomlin's a great coach. He's not coach of the year worthy, but he's a great coach. And, um, yeah, but what else we're going to get to. So there was a graphic that came up with all the, um, top five draft picks and just the teams that are going to have the first five picks. Justin Fields from Ohio state was number three, the Cincinnati or quarterbacks overall. Oh my. And the Bengals, the third pick, the Bengals. Oh God. Our third pick too. They'll trade it or something. I don't know. They'll have to because you know what they need. They need linemen. They're not. They're not going to trade it because he's not. They're just going to draft their best, the best lineman available, probably. Unless a team really wants Fields at three, but because by all means take him. Honestly, I. Unless the Bears take him, I will be so pissed. But that is one guy that is not going to be great in the NFL. That's my prediction right here. You heard it first. The Bengals taking Justin Fields is dumb as a decision as the Packers taking that no-name quarterback that's never going to get his playing time. Well, that makes more sense than them taking Fields because Aaron Rodgers is 37, 36. So it doesn't make sense for the Bengals because they just drafted Joe Burrow number one and who he was good. So they, yeah. will, they, they, they just won't draft him. So Yeah, and so now we can also talk about the Jets – so congratulations to the Jets for uh, getting a win against LA. Too bad, too bad for the fans. Those are the are ones you, I'm, my heart's out fan, for. Are you as a fan? Are you happy? Are you no. happy about that? You can't be happy about that. That is just the it was that's crazy. Because at that point, because Jacksonville is now the number one pick in the like, or they they get the number one pick. I know. Ad, and Adam Gates came out and was like, "Hey, I'm I'm here to coach football. I'm, these players like." I'm coaching these players. They want to win. Like, what are we supposed to do? What am I supposed to tell them? Just, like, go out there and make it look like you're trying and lose. I At the, sa- I, at the same time, I get that. But yeah. as a fan, I would be so pissed. Just yeah, because like, no, it, it looks like you're cheating at that point if you're losing intentionally. Yeah, and, yeah, and just, like, come on. You guys, we're going to get this quarterback. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. And you know, I was like just watching him in that game. He's so good. That's like that's like so ten. Who? Which game? Uh, Clemson and uh, Notre Dame last weekend. He's so good. Oh, dude. He runs like a running back. Yet he's like six. Uh, God, six three, six four. Yeah, something like that. And you know, so so what if he looks like a chick? So what? He's a really good. He's quarterback. got some good hair. He does. I'll give you know him that. What? If I could pay what my net worth is for hair like that, I would actually kind of do it. Dude, you'd be a fool. You'd be an absolute fool not to. Yeah, it's it's tomfoolery. That's what it is, man. It's tomfoolery. Yeah, but um, so if also if I were Trevor Lawrence, wouldn't you rather want to go to the Jaguars than the Jets? Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I don't know. I actually, I don't know. I don't know either. Well, because here's the thing: <laughs> the Jets become his team as soon as he goes there. That's without a question. He could probably yeah. even get them at least five five hundred season. Yeah, on his own because you know it's I Jets. Um, I don't even know what their issue is because their kind of game plan from what it just looks like, they score early on in the game. Their fans get excited that they're going to win. And then just out of nowhere, they get blown out. Yeah. 
So, but Jacksonville, that could potentially also be his team because uh, who's their quarterback now? Gardner Minshew. Uh, yes. Gardner's, yeah. So Gardner's he back. he's obviously not going to start if Trevor Lawrence goes there. So I guess right, the, I mean he's a, not going to pull Jags, Carson Wentz and yeah. refuse to be on a team where he's going to be the backup. Like and over I mean, talent. If you're if you're the Jags upper management, you got to draft Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, exactly. Well, you just yeah, whoever gets he's like, going to be number I'm one. Sorry, pick. Gardner Minshew, but I think it's Minshew. Play better. You, you tried, but it, you just can't pass that up. Yeah, play better, get better. That's really the only solution he could do to ever surpass Trevor or, or Trevor Lawrence. Sorry, that's that's the difference of uh, your team being good, like or just like a span of ten to fifteen years, maybe if he's a great player and. That's uh, pretty brutal for, for Jets fans, for sure. Exactly. And, um, all right, Brendan, let's switch gears here real quick. So, the end times are nigh amongst the NFL regular season. And, honestly, I'm not too upset about it. I'm a little burnt out from the season. I thought I'd never say that. Football is my number one sport, always has been. I used, that's the one sport I actually wanted to keep playing throughout my life. But am I happy that it's kind of coming to an end? Absolutely. I have had just anxiety attacks almost every week. And for teams that aren't even mine, like just watching games would just give me panic attacks for no reason. Just because they'd be so stressful. It's been a long season. I'm so thankful for having football so often as we did. I'm glad the NFL was smart enough to, you know, go around COVID and just make a season work without, you know, killing people. I'm glad that um, we were getting extra nights of football a week because we'd have games Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, no, it's been a, it's been an experience as a, a football fan just seeing all these games, you know, canceled and postponed, rescheduled. It's been a crazy season. Yeah, and so with that being said, as the regular season's coming to a close, let's kind of start circulating around what the playoff picture is going to be. Mm-hmm. So. In the AFC, we'll start there. So the Chiefs are number one, obviously. So they got a 13-1 record. Their next games are the Falcons and the Chargers. And they're both at Arrowhead. So assuming – so as long as the Chiefs should beat the Falcons, which I will be – I will burn my Travis Kelsey jersey if they lose to the Falcons. I'm kidding. I'm never going to do that. But that would be the only thing that would stop either the Bills or the Steelers from taking the number one seed. Now, the, the Steelers, who is our next uh, – they're, they're number three in the AFC right now, but they're the most interesting one right now because they're already going to lose a tiebreaker between uh, Buffalo and themselves because the first, uh, the first thing they look at is um, head-to-head matches. And the Bills have already beaten the Steelers this year. And now, the, so the Chiefs are going to stay ahead of the Steelers because the Chiefs only have one loss, and that's an AFC loss. Steelers mm-hmm. have two. Bills have two. And both each have one NFC loss as well. One of the Steelers and the Bills play. Was that, that was that would have been their, Was that their first loss? No, their first loss was – who the hell did they it – was, it was Washington. It was Washington. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. So that the would have Bills, been the, the, that was the last week. Then. Lost. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that would have been last week. And then the Bills. So they've lost to the Chiefs. <clears throat> um, I can't remember who else, but yeah. So basically, here I'll just I'll read you the rules just so also our viewers know what the tiebreaker is 
um, when, in, when you're dealing with uh, two teams here. So rule number one, so it's head-to-head. So if those teams have played each other in the past, whoever wins that is usually going to be their favorite one. And then the best one-loss tied percentage in games played within their conference. So the Chiefs are already going to – it's looking this way. As long as the Chiefs win one of their next two games, they're going to clutch it. I would assume. Because even if they lose out, I'm pretty sure they still could potentially they, be a they would probably, yeah, Because they, they beat the, the Bills. Um, yeah, yeah, strength of victory. Chiefs have played the entire NFC South, which um, I would say the Saints and the Bucks are the only two teams that have actually – or they will have played the entire NFC South after this year. But I think the, the Saints and the Bucks um, would probably be their strongest games there. Do you agree? Probably. And both, both those teams are – they're above average, I would yeah. say. And they also played the Ravens, the Bills – as well. So that's also like, and they, you know, won both those games. So I just, I feel like that would also be just um, kind of way into that as well. So then we got uh, strength of schedule. Oh yeah. So strength of victory, strength of schedule for four and five. Number six is the uh, best combined ranking amongst conference teams in points scored and points allowed. So chiefs have only covered a couple times this year. So that one would be kind of worried too. Um, but that one usually isn't kind of thrown in the mix either. I'm literally just reading these rules just so people know how these tiebreakers work. Cause especially adding an additional um, team into the playoffs this year, that kind of screws everything up just because only mm-hmm. one of those teams gets that bye week for the wild card round. All so right. then we got uh, best net points in conference games, best net points in all games, best net touchdowns in all games. And then finally, if push comes to shove, literally a coin toss, like they flip a coin. <laughs> last resort yeah exactly so i know like i want to kind of hear what your predictions are for afc playoff picture this year like who's who do you think is going to get the number one seed i mean you're overthinking it too much man i know like as a, a cynical fan you gotta sometimes like play the devil's advocate but chiefs have the best record um they're not going to lose out as a and journalist it's my job to be impartial I have maybe I mean, you're being impartial to a certain point, but it's like I'm guessing they're going to bench all their starters week 17 because oh, they will already have the number one seed and game, they will not have to try hard against Atlanta. I mean, we just – Atlanta did it again last weekend, dude. They can't, they can't win games, so. Did you see that tweet? It was like uh, – I, I can't remember precisely what it said, but it was basically – Every uh, it was just like a graphic of every time the Falcons blew a lead in the game. Oh, dude, I did. Was, I saw that. It was like this. There's something just biblically wrong with this. Yeah, team. that's what it was. I agree. There's there's just some there's something evil, man. Something evil in that locker room. Well, there's some evil going on. Don't you think they'd be winning? Maybe, maybe they struck a deal with the wrong devil. Yeah, maybe. But uh, all right, so let's switch over to the NFC now because now that we're pretty much confident that. And I hate to say it, but I do think the Chiefs are going to be the number one seed in the AFC here. But uh, so, yeah, NFC. So, right now, and you're going to hate me for saying this, the Packers are definitely favored right now. But I will say Dude, this. I don't know why I would hate you for saying either of those things. Because I know what you're a Bears fan. I want to be nice to my friend. Anyway, uh, so the Packers actually might um, lose this week. They have the Titans. And they have no rush defense. It's tough. I mean, Derrick Henry will probably 
rush for 200 yards, but it it's all the Titans are going to play the time management game, you know, try and get the um, advantage in their part to, for the um, possession time. But I just, there's something about him, man. Aaron Rodgers, you, you just can't give that guy any time, no matter if they, if that dude has 30% of the possession arrow, he is going to score. So I, I don't know. I don't see last week's game was actually much closer than I thought against the Panthers that that was an ugly game for the Packers offense. And I think it's kind of a get right game. Titans don't have a great defense and there's only so much. What? Neither does green. Or I wouldn't say at least green Bay has a good enough rushing defense against Derrick Henry. Yeah. Well, we're talking about the team that's probably going to be at the top of the NFC right now. So Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I just, the, the Packers are pretty dominant. Their defense is pretty good. Jair Alexander is a dog. But, yeah, they're probably just going to stack the box every single play. So, hoping to stop, to slow down that man, that just beast of a man, Derrick Henry. But Packers Packers will pull it out. They're going to come out on top in that NFC. As much as I hate to I think you're right as well. But um, I think that game itself is just going to be a shootout, score-wise. Possibly. I could see that going into a very high-scoring game. If it's a high-scoring game, then chalk up the Packers are winning for sure. Yeah. Because the Titans, as much as I I like Ryan Tannehill, he is not a gunslinger for the most part. Mm -hmm. So I I don't think their plan is to get into a shootout with Aaron Rodgers because that is not a fight you're going to win. I completely agree with you. And then their last game of the season is against the Bears. I think the Bears have a chance. because That's the same thing with the Chiefs, man. The Packers are going to bench all of their players, all their starters, because they're going to have the one seed. Uh, I mean, they probably will have the one seed. I I can't remember if they already have it or not. Assuming the uh, the Saints don't win out. But at the same time, it's classic Packers. They're not not going to let the Bears just win a game against them because of that rivalry. Yeah, I really think like, you know, maybe they'll play their starters for a quarter and it probably would be enough, but we'll see. I'll say this though. I have enjoyed just the games between the NFC North this year. Yeah. Except for the, you know, we can forget about the Lions for a second. I'll do so, respect to Matthew Sa- like Matthew Safford, but yeah, they're kind of irrelevant compared to you, you three. So going into the playoffs, which side, like which um, division – do you feel like is the more like loaded? Like which which side do you think is the AFC NFC? Which which is better? Which so is more dangerous? The NFC record wise on average is better than the AFC between mm-hmm. the top three teams on either side. Players, on the other hand, are probably more dynamic and just work better with their teams on the AFC. I mean, that's very opinionated. Or, or, okay. <laughs> that was a completely subjective answer. You're right. But like, I would say offensive weaponry. Um, I, that one, if I'm being 100% factually objective, I would say that probably is a toss up. It's Off probably up. a toss up. I mean, I, I just look at the bottom two teams in the playoff picture for each side for the AFC. You have, the Dolphins and the Colts, 
And then for the NFC, you have the Buccaneers and the Cardinals. So both both are good teams, but I would take Bucks Cardinals probably over both of those. <laughs> yeah, I would too. No offense to to Philip Rivers and the Colts because they have had some dominant games. And the Dolphins actually, I'm rooting for the Dolphins, man. I'm rooting for Tua. Uh, it, it's been a it's been a cool season for them. Yeah, I so, played Mahomes a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that was a that was a good game. So it's I think they've proven enough that you know they could probably be a dark horse in the playoff picture. Oh yeah, and I see. Um, I think the Colts have a really good chance of beating um, Pittsburgh at their home. Pittsburgh's gonna oh, have absolutely. a rough next couple weeks because they got they got to host the Colts who has been a dark horse team, like you said, all year. And then they have the um, – they're in Cleveland for week 17. That's going to be a loss for sure. I mean, the Steelers beat the Browns by 30 points in the beginning of the season. But that was a different football time, so. Yeah. The Steelers have had a lot of injuries on their defense. They've so. had their – oh, they've been played by it. It's yeah, literally, no, it's... It literally looks like the last three weeks someone cursed the Steelers. It does. So as maybe Juju will have to, I don't know. He's going to have to do something. He's going to have to either up his, his TikTok dances or, you know, he's, or go to church, go, go to church, dude. He's we'll see. All right. So now that that's kind of in the back of our minds now, let's go ahead and switch to um, our next segment. So we'll, uh, so last week we, uh, we went through all 16 NFL games and we offered the spreads, the lines, and the over-under. We're thinking this week, especially since we're getting closer to the end of the season and games are going to be a lot more um, meaningful for certain teams, mm-hmm. we think we should just stick to kind of the best five games that people are wanting to put money on. So let's go ahead and start with the, uh, the Dolphins and the Raiders. So the spread – so we'll, here, we'll, just, we'll do spreads first. So the spread is two and a half. Dolphins are favored. Mm-hmm. I would take that. I would 100% take that. Okay. And I'm uh, not quite sure. Let me pull up the um, – I got these written down, too. Let me pull up the well, lines and the over-unders as well. Just, the, as, just first. Is Mariota – is Marcus Mariota starting? For the – Raiders. Uh, Raiders. Dude, yes, he looked. Yes, he's starting. He looked fantastic last week. I forgot he was in the league. How is he? I how is that he wasn't man? On the Titans anymore. <laughs> uh, same. I he looked awesome, dude. And why yes. isn't he a starter on another? I mean, now he's a starter, but he's playing to be a starter on another team next year. I agree. And he's you know looking what? like it. You know what? I the Bears should Bears should sign Marcus Mariota. They should run a dual quarterback system. Him and Mitch. Just taking, you know, wildcat after wildcat. Just run three guys up there. You put Tariq Cohen in the middle. You never know. It'll yeah. work out. I could see that. Well, I mean, because at this point, what do you have to lose? <laughs> Sorry, back to the point. Yeah. I, I do think the Dolphins are the better team. But, boy, I, 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 it's hard to root against Mariota. It's, he's just, just he's a likable guy. He's a lovable guy. He will not take Derek Carr's spot next year as a starter. But I don't think so. I think the Raiders are committed to Derek Carr, but I think he deserves attention. I think he, I think some other teams will definitely look into him because he looked good. This will be a spotlight game for him. I hope so. It's an important game. If he can if he can pull us out, 
what are where are the Raiders at? Are they they're kind of falling behind in in the rankings, but I think they yes. still have a chance, don't they? I don't know if they're in the hunt anymore. Hmm. But um, yeah. Sorry. So the over under is forty seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Guess what we're taking? We're taking uh, the over. We're taking it. What was it at? Uh, forty seven and a half. Forty seven and a half. You know, I would probably agree because that's what three and a half touchdowns per team. Yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely take the over on that if you're looking to put some money on that one. Up next, we got the Colts and the Steelers. We just talked about this. Um, Surprise, surprise, the Colts are favored. Spreads one and a half. And I definitely think that they – I would take – I would put money on the Colts. Steelers looked horrible last week. I am staying the hell away from the – the Steelers from now yeah. on. If you were going to put money on any games this weekend, don't put a cent on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Unless you're a madman. Unless you want your heart broken. Unless you are a devoted Pittsburgh stan and you are willing to go bankrupt over your love for this team, do not put a cent on this football program. Put everything you got, not your entire life savings, but like, you know, if you got any like stocks you're willing to liquidate, put that on the Colts this weekend. The payout will be worth it. I guarantee it. I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't. I don't see the Steelers pulling that one out. Colts, uh, they they look good. They've looked good pretty much all season since week one when they lost to the Jags. Philip Rivers isn't done yet. Nervous. I mean, he isn't we'll done see. yet. They they have great running backs and a great defense, so he does not have to do too much. But no. he's he's doing what he's got to do too. He's definitely kind of come all together. So, yeah. All of his, like, really young kids right now are just definitely impressed. Like like you said, he doesn't have to do much work. But I bet he goes home and tells his kids, he's like, oh, yeah, did you guys see me on the field today? I looked really good. And just does not talk about his teammates (laughs) at all. That definitely got him the wins. All 14 of his kids. Yeah. Dude, he literally has enough to, like, create a football team. I bet Thanksgiving's insane to their house. I bet they're dropping at least a million on food. Oh, my God, that – uh, I don't know how old the kids are yet, but I bet they they have some good backyard football going on in that household. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I'm sure um, the 25-year-old is definitely going to be just, like, pummeling the 8-year-old. Like, with just no mercy. I could definitely then, see that in the Phillip Rivers Phillip, family. Then Phillip's going to go up to his wife and be like, hey, there's an odd number out there. We got <laughs> to make these teams even, honey. Yeah. You know what time that is. They're going to – they're gonna keep trying until they get another another uh, another body out there on the field. Pretty much, he yeah, he just runs the option, just like pitches it to her right before he gets hit, and she just gets like just. Oh, Philip, Philip Rivers, he for sure just plays all time quarterback every single time his kids are playing. His kid, he's like, Dad, can I please play quarterback this time? And he's like, Hell, are you talking about? Do you go remember run, that? Uh, go run an X route. Do you ever remember that SNL skit where uh, Peyton Manning is, like, doing the, like, football camp with, like, the kind of unprivileged kids? And he's just – he's playing like he's Peyton Manning. I do remember that. Throwing – That commercial. Yeah, he's grilling these kids. I can imagine that's 100% what Phil Rivers is. 100%. 100%. All right. So, um, over-under for this – for the Colson Steelers. Man, we got really off topic there. My bad. 
Uh, 44 and a half. Mm. I would take the over because the Colts are definitely going to outscore them. I don't think it's going to be that close of a game like Vegas is calling it. What was the final score to this uh, to the Bengals Steelers? Was oh, was God. it like 24-17? What was it, 27-17? Uh, I th- yeah, I think it was 27-17. Let me double check real quick. Yeah, it's uh, 27-17. Mm. I don't know, dude. That's it, – it, I think it, it's possible that it goes over, but I wouldn't necessarily – I don't know. Steelers offense, dude. Steelers offense looked so bad, and then you throw in the Colts defense, which is so good. Mm-hmm. I think Big Ben gets his shit rocked. I think Juju gets just absolutely demolished. I think he's done for season after this game. <laughs> honestly, I'm not, honestly, I'm not dude. wishing any bad arm on the guy. I'm just saying he's probably done for the season after this game. I, I do feel bad. We've brought him up a few times. This is not a Juju hates podcast at all. No, I like this him. is a football-friendly podcast. We have our opinions. Most of them are factually correct. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Just so yeah. We don't put our money where our mouth is. Just don't believe half the stuff we say, and you'll be fine. And then up next, we got um, the Panthers in the Washington football game. Hmm. So, we got another one-and-a-half spread here. This is big for Washington, right? Yes. Because they're, the, the, they're, the, they're division leaders right now. Well, the yeah, they're not even in the hunt because, I mean, the contractually, the NFC East has to have a team. Right. But actually, the football, the Washington football team does not look bad. So, I I am definitely taking them over the Panthers. Sorry, Panthers. I know they just covered at least against the Packers, but same. This is co- way too small of a spread to have them cover. And what was it? Say the spread again. One and a half. Oh my. Yeah, and That's... you know what? The, it's the Panthers' calling card this year to play really well in a game and still lose by at least three points. Like, it's going to be a close game, but they're not going to cover. Yeah. I think Alex Alex Smith is playing, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's – I think I think Washington football team, they're, uh, they're in playoff mode right now. They are. And you know what? I'm actually <laughs> – NFC really East playoff mode. Yeah. Dude, watch them make it up to the top, beat the Packers, and get the uh, NFC – or, I'm sorry, make it to the NFC Championship. How sick would that be? That'd be crazy. I mean, it's most likely going to be Saints-Packers if we're being, like, really real. But Mm -hmm. I would – you know what? I was right about the Bengals last week. I could be on to something here. No, I don't hate it. Yeah. All right. (laughs) So, up next, uh, I got another really small spread for you, another one and a half. We got Seahawks and the Rams. Ooh. Is that another one and a half? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Someone, uh, someone just got kind of lazy making the lines. But, hey, they know, they know what they're doing. But um, I don't know. You know what I just found out, though? DK Metcalf is 23 years old. He is a year older than me. Damn. I was, I was depressed the whole week after finding that out. I, I was, and you know still. I've been thinking about how I'm older than almost every college athlete right now. It's depressing, and dude. It is. They're babies. Like you look, I, mean, you, you I look, look up at growing up. DK Metcalf and just I would I just like think about how 
my body is just the complete opposite of what his is. Yeah. Well, because um, I just do the total opposite things that DK Metcalf does. The guy's burning probably 6,000 calories a day and taking oh, in yeah. half that alone. I mean, to win, to win a 400 meter dash, how, how far of a head start do you need in order to beat DK Metcalf? You probably have to be like a foot away from winning the race at that point. Dude, I'm, I'm giving myself like, I'm a slow guy. I'll admit 200, like 50 meter head start. Like, yeah, more than halfway. I think he, I think he probably catches me, honestly. Like the I've freeze. Been, I've been building up <laughs> like the freeze. Literally, DK Metcalf freezed on Buddha Baker that one. Oh, right? right? That was Buddha Baker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> what was I You, who would you rather race, him or the freeze? I think I would rather race the freeze. I think, I think I'd rather scary. race uh, DK Metcalf because muscle slows you down. Ah, dude, I don't know. He's one scary dude. Well, I'm sure he wouldn't like try to kick my ass after if I beat him. Nah, dude, he would kick your ass for sure. I'm not saying – I'm saying obviously he could, but what he's he like, tried what's, to do. What's with this to. guy in the jean jacket? What, do you think he's better than me? Do you think yeah. he's better than me? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah – I would no. probably, I definitely <laughs> would be giving off just that smug personality now. Like this is a this jacket is a personality trait for me. Yeah, well, like Irish people with like being Irish as their personality for like at least most like Chicagoans. Jean jacket is New Jacob. All right, that's fair. Uh, that's it's that's a that, that's a spicy. We're spicing <laughs> things up with the jean jacket. See, I just name dropped. There you go. That's a quality so, rating. What were we talking about again? We Seahawks and. Uh... The Rams. Rams? Yeah. Yeah. You're just so uh, easy to talk to. Don't you love it? I know. It's we're getting off track <laughs> a lot. But I the Rams, dude. The Rams had it were seventeen point favorites against the Jets. Oh, that was seventeen. Horrible. Horrible. I literally said I was I was so confident in my words. I said the Jets will not score a single point. And they won. That was the worst. I don't know, dude. It's the Rams have got to be like in that zone where they're like, yo, we, we gotta make up for some ground. We gotta like restore just morale, morale in this locker room. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel more bad for them too, just because <clears throat> they really don't have that much of a fan base either. Cause really their fan base is like all like the rich LA County people. Yeah. Like, so, you know, they don't really. You don't see people in L.A. I mean, I've personally never been, but, you know, I'm sure you've, like, panned around once or twice. But you don't see people wearing Rams jerseys. Like, when you know people from California, like, no, 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 I'm Raiders or, like, 49ers or, hell, even Chargers. God forbid. But um, I would say there's more Rams fans than Chargers fans. At this point, probably. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so I, I, just, I just feel bad for the Rams in general. They kind of got – they got pooped on. Yeah. They got Lamar Jackson on. Um, there it is. Yeah, there it is. You, you were waiting for it. So I'm definitely going to take the Seahawks in this game. I think the Rams just have no confidence at this point. I'll take Seahawks as well. I think one and a half. I mean, that's that's definitely a, a good looking good looking spread right there for yeah. Seahawks. And I wouldn't touch the over under. We're looking at 47 and a half here. If you're going, if you're a better out there and you're going to put um, an over under on this, go with the under. Go with the under. Forty-seven. I don't know. I don't know. The Seahawks. 
I could see points being scored in this game. Uh, Russell Wilson's the golden boy quarterback, but like I don't think there's going to be that many points scored in this game. We'll see. We'll see. Like I said, yeah, we're not we're not fortune tellers. Like we don't we can't see the future or anything like that. All right, last game. Let's do uh, the Titans and the Packers. We got a we got we, we kind of talked here. about that a little bit already, but yeah. So I'm definitely okay. Well, we could also talk about the. Uh, the Eagles and the Cowboys. We got another NFC Beast game here. Oh my gosh, Eagles, dude! Yeah, they're sweets. They Jalen Hurts at the helm. They are favored by two and a half. So, I'm how much do you think there. that is due to Jalen Hurts being quarterback? One hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. And you you saw the whole thing with Carson Wentz, right? Like how uh, as soon as they made Jalen the starter, he's just like, "Oh, I'm not playing to be a backup." And like he dude. like wants out of Philadelphia now because of that. It's a bitch move, Carson. See, I'm a fan of Easton Stick. You know, we went to high school together. Carson Wentz was his mentor at NDSU, and I'm thankful for that. But holy cow, could you be big, like more of a crybaby in the NFL? Like you're already making so much more money, or so much money than almost, you know, half the backup quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Yeah. All right, dude, just calm down. <clears throat> Take the money, shut up. Like that's literally all he's got to do, man. But you know, and Jalen Hurts deserves a starting spot. Obviously, if he's out playing once, he deserves it. Dude, he's balling. That that last weekend's game against the Cardinals, mm-hmm. that I I knew that was going to be a sweet game, and it exceeded any of my expectations. It was sweet to watch. Just two young guys, they were gunslinging, run slinging. They, they were doing it all. Both of them had rushing touchdowns. Both Oklahoma grads. Both Oklahoma grads. Within and two honestly, years of each other. It was a great game, yeah. and I think both teams are probably walking out of that one happy. I know Philly probably wanted to win, but now they, they know that they have their starting quarterback. Yeah. So they, I would be happy about that. I'm seeing a lot. I'm going to predict a lot more just a confidence level in the Eagles <clears throat> over yeah. these next two weeks just with Jalen Hurts as a quarterback. But, um, so yeah, what, what are the Eagles? Are the Eagles out of it? They, I don't think. Well, because they, they're six, seven, and one, right? I'm looking it up because, well, what is the um, Washington's got to be ahead of them a bit? They are ahead of them, but not by too much. Yeah, I mean. It would be so sweet if the Eagles somehow snuck in there, but it they'd would have, have to win out and Washington would have to lose out. Yeah, and I don't see that happening, unfortunately. Neither do I. But it again, it's it's just probably very reassuring for their fans, just like sigh of relief that they don't have to first of all watch Carson Wentz play football anymore. It's tragic. Tragic, and now. They have Jalen Hurts. It's mm-hmm. pretty sweet. It's good for them. Good for them. Better good luck next year, right? That's literally all we can say at this point. Definitely. At least he got something very, like to look forward to a lot. So, oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, we're taking the Eagles in the spread, right? I am taking the Eagles. Okay, sure. I'll I'll join you here. I'm not going to really disagree with you on a lot of these picks because a lot of these are kind of like I wouldn't say deadlocks, but they're pretty easy to. Um, right. I would say it's common sense betting. Yeah. And then the over under is fifty. It's the Cowboys. Uh, we're talking Andy Dalton quarterback here. 
So unless I the mean, Eagles are just outscoring by like 30 points, I don't see the Cowboys. The Eagles are definitely capable of putting up 30 plus points. They did it against the the Cardinals and the Cowboys don't have a good defense, but yeah, it does come down to the fact if Andy Dalton can keep up, but they just had a blowout. Yeah, I think it was a blowout. They destroyed the 49ers. They scored like 40 points on them. Mm-hmm. 49ers are supposed to be the good defense. So right, you know what? Let's uh, I'm going to name drop again. Let's spice things up here and let's take the over on this game. And I, I think myself for name dropping like that. That was so <laughs> to me, dude. Yeah, it was pretty cringy, I'm man. Sorry, it's all right. Slap on the wrist next time. <laughs> it'll be worse. But I think I think I am hammering the Eagles and hammering the over. I'll I'll join you. I'll concur. I'll make a statement of concurrence there. All right. <laughs> So those are the games I kind of really wanted to talk about because those are going to be the ones that people are definitely going to be putting the most money on in Vegas mm-hmm. this week because you know, a lot of those are very important games for, for those specific teams. Um, so, Brennan, Christmas is two days away. It is. Been doing some shopping? I actually have been, and I was so excited. So my girlfriend and I, we went to uh, Walmart and TJ Maxx. Wow, dude, way to drop that. Yeah, I get it, dude. You're, you're taken. I get it. Yeah, sorry guys. I know, there's a, I know there's a lot of people out there that think about me, but uh, yeah. So the apartment looks great. I got Christmas trees here. I got lights on the deck, and I'm keeping those up there after Christmas because they're sick. And I got lawn chairs, and I'm just gonna be drinking whiskey. I'm gonna do Winston Churchill with whiskey and cigars out there in the summer with those Christmas lights on. I got a Walmart candle, one of those triple wicks. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Smells delicious. Come on, dude. I love candles. Me too. There's never a time. Unless none of, like, neither me or my roommates are home where a candle's not lit. And I love them. I'm obsessed. I'm a man obsessed. And I actually, uh, so at TJ Maxx, I bought, like, one of those um, uh, Charlie Mount Christmas things with the, uh, like, Snoopy chilling on top of the doghouse with the lights around it. Mm-hmm. And that actually, like, my roommate bought, like, the Charlie Brown tree with, like, the red ornament hanging out. And that canvas felt, like, I didn't have, like, a wire or anything. I literally just hung it up with a thumbtack. Mm-hmm. And it fell off the wall and it shattered this man's ornament. Damn. I'm so guilty. I was crying myself to sleep thinking about it. But yeah, I love Christmas shopping. Presents are all bought, man. We're good to go. Thinking about Gift it. shopping is fun. Give let's, me old uh, man one more thing. Let's, let's consider a question here. Yeah. What is, what are the worst or best gifts that, in general, that you could receive? I'll start with the worst. Start with the worst. Because worst. I want to come out with the best because we're in the holiday spirits and I don't want to put anybody down in the dumps. With two That's days. fair. Um, so the worst one, at least for me, a Blu-ray DVD. Because <laughs> who the hell still uses DVDs these days? I mean, you could be broke and still like afford streaming services. Yeah, I mean, or just use YouTube or, or something. Yeah, you know, YouTube more worth TV, it than that. Yeah, no, that's – I want to hear what you think would be a really bad one, though. I think the you worst – I might have different tastes and preferences. The worst thing that could happen and the worst gift one could give would be another version of Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. You think people are just, like, producing these in a mass rate? <laughs> I, another I just, remix. How many remixes are even there now? Probably gotta be six. like 13 13 <laughs> i don't i don't know it's ridiculous and that's that's the worst thing 
that could happen to me in the holiday season. He's somehow going to hear this and it's just going to go viral on Twitter. And he's going to be like, all right, just for you guys, here's another one with me, Billie Eilish and Daniela Brigotti or Brigoli or whatever that catch me outside girl is. It's going to be something like that. Dude, he's just going to, he's going to throw Juju on it or something, man. He's, they're just going to, he'll be dancing in the music video, but he won't have like a verse or anything. I agree. I agree. He's just to spite us. What would be the best thing you can get, though? I want to hear yours first before I say mine. The best would be a baby Yoda, but not like not like it's a plush a doll, like the real, just the real one. Like an actual living being. I just, I want baby Yoda. I want him. I think it's uh, the politically correct term we use is Grogu now, the American. Grogu, you're right. You're right. I just want Grogu. I want him. I, I want, want to care for him. All I want to hold him. Sh- I want all of the new Star Wars shows that Disney Plus is coming out with. And I, by the I way, want them now. props to their social media intern that had to come up with all those graphics and put them together on social media like that. Dude, it was, was literally actually, it was the sole embodiment of the Popeye's worker meme. Just right <laughs> when the, the new sandwiches came out, yeah. just like exhausted. Yeah. Just the intern just like, oh, and his it, fingers are cramped, just like broken. Just and I know, I know if you're listening to this, you definitely know exactly what we're talking about if you have any source of social media whatsoever. <clears throat> if that video didn't give you – if that didn't raise any hairs on your arms or legs, you have no heart. I'm so pumped. Like, I'm not even like – like, yeah, I love Star Wars. I'm not, like, obsessive about it. Like, I wasn't one of the guys that dressed up like Darth Maul back in 1999. But, but like – I did. Which, I which video are you talking about? Uh, the one of just, like – it's like really fast paced. It's like throwing all the trailers together and then it just goes boom, 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 boom after title. And you're just like gotcha. so excited. You don't know how to function as a person. Yeah. But uh, I would actually say like one of the best things, just best Christmas presents overall, technology or clothes. And I'll say why for the clothes it's part. It's the first. go-to. It's I feel like go-to. that's going to be the more confusing one here. You and I as college students, we take handouts. As far as clothes, if we can do whatever we can do to avoid going to spend like $50 on a t-shirt of Von Mar, like I'm going to hop on that wagon immediately. I've asked for clothes for Christmas the past three years. I asked for Birkenstocks this year. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, clothes I literally, are... I don't even care at this point. I'm just like, get me some pants. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I think I could use a new pair of khakis now that we're on the subject. But anywho, um, and then technology. So what I mainly mean by that phones and ipads or tablets or whatever or can you say ipad i haven't thought about an ipad in, since 2010 they're coming back i mean i haven't had to use one specifically since high school i mean i still have mine from high school that i still like use every now and then too but um because you know just having the mac you really don't need it and uh you and i both have the new iphone too so but if you can ever get your kid like if you have grateful kids they deserve the best there is and parents yeah. love their kids no matter what and will always try to get their kids the best on the market as, so, as long as they can afford it. Are you this trying year, to, like, sell me a No, I'm just iPad? saying, <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> technology is a is great Is this a sponsorship? Did we get sponsored? Or is this an ad? I didn't no, even I'm hear actually, it. I'm actually really helping my parents uh, hear this episode. <laughs> <Give me a laughs> less. Doing myself a favor here. Mom, please. Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely closing technology. No, I, I go on my or or like another uh, 
another gift would just be like the inclusiveness of like, you know how people who ride Jeeps, drive Jeeps, they all wave to each other. Jeep personality. The Jeep wave. I, I just want, I want the Jeep wave for Christmas. I want to know what it feels like. I just want that feeling of just like when you're driving, just, you, just a Jeep and you're just like, what's up? Oh, bro. I totally just Jeeped in my Jeeping Jeep, bro. We taking the Jeeps off to Jeep Canyon. You know what I'm saying, man? We're going to go dune buggins on the Jeeps and we'll just Jeep to each other. And yeah, I know what the culture is, man. My, you just ruined my Christmas by doing that, man. I'm sorry. The only people I know are Jeep people like that. It is a culture. I will 100% say it's a culture. And you see a lot of them in Nebraska, surprisingly. No, but in reality, it'll probably, like, shopping, gift shopping is tough. I mean, for dads, you what do you get, like, them a golf club or something, <laughs> some golf balls. But um, Enough alcohol for, to forget where they are. Yeah, exactly. But f- shopping for your mom, man, how – is that hard for you or is it just me? Well, I know the rules. You never get them makeup. You never get them exercise stuff or anything related to those two. Those are kind of the off-limit stuff. And jewelry has to be something that they're into because it's a style. I always try with jewelry and I still I still don't know if it's been working. But Does your mom choose not to wear the jewelry in front of you just to know that you might have messed up last couple of years or like – Hmm. it's definitely not it's not spite miss <laughs> probably not i'm not attentive enough sometimes to notice but <clears throat> jeez brennan uh, definitely a great return on investment there then uh, hey but hey speaking of golf clubs though we didn't touch on this and we should have because it was probably the number one story of this year is charlie woods tiger's son playing this past weekend in like a championship golf tournament whatever He's the best Dude. 11-year-old golfer in the world. Dude, he's better than me. A hundred times better than me already. Oh, Dude, he had the Tiger uppercut already. Like It was beautiful. Sinking a long putt. It was like going back in time, man. It was beautiful. I actually might have been tearing up looking at that. Like more than I was watching the last Mandalorian episode. Which, by the <laughs> way, yeah, I was definitely crying. But yeah. – um, yeah, dude, just watching Tiger with the son. Like, you can tell he he's a really good dad. Like, yeah, Tiger's oh, made his mistakes. Awesome, man. But that kid's got a hell of a childhood, and he's got a lot of good life coming up for him. Speaking yeah, of absolutely. golf, though, so you said that kid's definitely better than you. I want to show 100%. you my last top golf score was 15 points. That's is how that, bad I am. I was going to say, I don't top golf, so I was like, is that, is that low? Is that good? That's well, very, doesn't sound very good. low. That's the low. That means I <laughs> literally made three targets out of the 20 balls. Pause. That uh, I was like hitting there. So, like, yeah, I suck at golf. I love the culture around it, but I hate playing it. That's fair. That's fair. And then, yeah, it's, it's networking opportunities again. I'll bring that up from last week. But yeah. So, so, also speaking of the holidays, are you a big eggnog guy or eggnog yay or nay? Yay. Yay. I agree. Yay. It's more, but let me be more specific. Is it, are you, do you drink eggnog by itself or it's like eggnog with like some Baileys or something, some alcohol? Uh, we do bourbon in this household. Okay. Bourbon and uh, you always, you, you can always, you know, top it off. It's like some nutmeg or cinnamon too. And it's really good. Mm, fancy. I recommend trying that. I actually, um, 
was about to ask you. Like, I was – what's your uh, – like, we're both 21 and up, so viewership does not need to worry about this. Um, what's your go-to Christmas alcoholic beverage? Well, I mean, last year for Christmas was the eggnog drink. Okay. So eggnog, some Irish whiskey, and so good. It, it's just delicious. It's a cold drink, but it makes you feel so warm. Yeah. It really, it's, and you and I are Midwest guys too. So like just being out like just around cold weather and you just have like that Christmas drink in your hand, you feel so much more warmer inside than any North Face Coke could ever do for you. Absolutely. All right. Well, looking forward to it. That's our show. Uh, thanks for stopping by, guys. Uh, so one quick announcement. We are officially on YouTube, and this episode will be up there um, as soon as we're done recording here. And, uh, yeah, so I hope from Brennan and I, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And, you know, Merry Christmas to all and to all. See you next week. Merry Christmas, guys.